0: Hey everybody, Eric Hurto here from yourrealityrecaps.com with our all new Real Housewives of New York Bravo Blogs read to you by me, Eric, from your reality recaps. Did you guys, you guys already knew that, right? Of course you did. Well, let me ask you this. Did you guys know that if you're listening in iTunes or on Stitcher, it would really help to give us a nice review and a five-star rating over on iTunes. And of course we don't just cover the real housewives of New York. We're also reading the Bravo blogs for the real housewives of the OC. And John is doing vlogs about it. Zach is doing regular blogs. So you can check those out on our website and all, all of our Bravo content over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. Of course, if you guys like watching video, it's better to watch it on our website because you know there are ads around there, but you can also check out our YouTube, Your Reality Recaps, um, YouTube slash Reality Recaps, actually, Um, and thumbs up and subscribe. That really helps support our shows as well. But the best way that you guys can help support us is checking out that patron ad in the sidebar on our website. It basically is a monthly subscription, which you guys can pick the amount and cancel anytime. But based on the amount of the subscription, you get stuff like swag giveaways or um, oh, access to exclusive shows that John and I only do for our patron members, access to a secret forum just for you guys where John and I chat with you and you never know who else could pop in. So much more. All the details are over on the website. Just click on that patron ad in the sidebar. But now for what you guys really, really care about. Let's hear hear about the blogs from The Real Housewives of New York City. And I'll just say this. If you guys haven't listened to the OC one yet, you should totally go back and listen to the one I put up yesterday um, because I talk a little bit about The Real Housewives of Atlanta and what I think about that reunion. Um, So I'm not going to repeat it in here. You guys can just listen to it. It's in the same exact feed that you got this audio file from or on the website, um, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. You can listen to it over there as well. Okay, but now let's for really get to the first blog, which is from Luann, and it's titled, Why Pour Salt in Sonia's Wounds? <laughs> okay, here we go. And uh, personal note, hey, Housewives of OC, you should take a note from, I mean, Housewives of New York, you should take a note from the Housewives of OC and not write five-page blogs, because really nobody cares that long. I know Luanne is clearly desperate for some, you know, attention because she's not getting any on the show. Apparently, she needs to write a five page blog and I'm sure drone on. But I don't know what she says, because as you guys know, I read these for the first time when I'm reading them for you so that you can have my reaction along um, with whatever we're reading. Okay, so for really real now, I know I'm not going to do my sound effect again. (laughs) Let's see what Luann has to say. Here we go. This episode in the Hamptons had the ladies crafting and cussing, brunching, sunbathing, tennis playing, and lobster baking. We began with a party at Ramona's where Ramona felt it necessary to counsel Sonia about taking on too much while dealing with her financial situation. My take on this is that Sonia's branching out in all directions instead of focusing on getting one venture off the ground. I've always been supportive of Sonia and will continue to support her in the future. How can crafting with kids turn into such a disaster? I thought Kristen's joke about Ramona's eyes was funny, and Aviva needs to get a sense of humor. What was shocking to me was Aviva telling Kristen, shut the F up in front of kids. This is why some of the ladies think Aviva is a few cards short of a full deck. I don't understand why Kristen is getting involved in Aviva's conflicts with other housewives nonetheless. Aviva was out of line to drop the F-bomb after asking Kristen to tone down the conversation. And my heart breaks for Heather when I see her frustration with Jax's health problems. We are all hoping that the doctor can fix Jax's hearing loss and other health issues. Heather can be tough, but when it comes to her baby, she's all hard. Playing tennis with Ramona and Mario is always interesting, and usually more fun. Mario is as exciting as a tennis player, as R- and Ramona is always super competitive. That day, she was not on a game, and we were beating them soundly. I can understand why Ramona would not want track shoes on her clay court, because the soles can really damage the surface. So I was surprised when Ramona banned Kristen from playing that day. Oh, I wasn't surprised, obviously. I keep extra pairs of tennis shoes on hand for my guests, so I never have to worry about my court or hurting any of my friends' feelings if they show up in the wrong footwear. Kristen gets a taste of Ramona's wrath when she confronts Ramona about not showing up to Heather's anniversary party. Everybody knows that when Ramona is cornered, she can be aggressive, and it wasn't Kristen's place to admonish her. Ramona knows that what she did was wrong, and it's up to her to apologize to Heather. Okay. P.S. Eric talking. What was last episode when Ramona was calling Heather demanding a get together with her and Aviva? She could have minded her own business then. No. Anyone agree? Comment in the section below on the website and let me know. Um, Ramona is concerned about Sonia. So I understand why she mentioned again to Sonia that she's spreading herself too thin. Sonia is working very hard on keeping it together and having a positive attitude, but I'm sure she's frightened by the prospect of losing her home. Ramona should have let Sonia relax and forget about her problems for a little while instead of pouring salt into Sonia's wounds. Well, that's what the devil does. I'm saying that, not her. I didn't mean to hurt Sonia by remarking that her show could use a little polish. After all, she was talking about taking her show on the road, and I thought she'd be open to a little constructive criticism. Guess not. Sonia called me Lou Man behind my back, and it's laughable. At least I'm upfront and honest to her face. I thought Sonia was being immature when she ignored Ramona at the beach. Did Sonia really forgive Ramona, or is she just harboring resentment? Kristen planned a lovely lobster bake for us, and it was a beautiful night for a beach party. It's tradition on the Hamptons beaches to take off your shoes and leave them with everyone else's before hitting the sand. Hampton beachgoers feel very safe doing so, and in many years coming here, I've never even lost a flip-flop. Rich people problems, Eric speaking, <laughs> back to her, back to um, Luann. In this case, I wa- uh, it was a private party, so Sonia's insistence on holding her shoes was a bit paranoid. As for wine glass washing etiquette at beach parties, the ocean is not sterile, but I've never heard of anyone getting stuck by rinsing out a wine glass in the salt water. Okay, well, now back to me, Eric. I live on Long Island and have been to many of these beaches, and people get stuck with hypodermic needles, get cut on glass beer bottles all the time. I will never go into the water on Long Island, Hamptons or otherwise, just saying. Um, Okay, back to Luann. A better solution is to rinse the glass with bottled water, but if that's not possible, a little swish in the waves never killed anyone. Okay, I agree. A little swish in the waves never kills anyone. You just might step on a hypodermic needle or slice your foot open on glass, like, if you remember, Heather did on the first episode of the season, or second, whatever. Frankly, I'm bored with Bookgate. Carol and Aviva need to let it go and stop obsessing about who wrote whose book. It was a little creepy when Aviva pulled out a galley copy of Carol's book. I'm not surprised that their conversation went downhill from there. I tried to break up their argument and almost broke Carol's foot in the process. I just wanted to end the fight so we could all enjoy our lobsters, wine, and good friends. Until next week, bye my friends. And By the way, nobody has filled me in on what B-I-S-O-U-S biscuit? Biscuits? No. Biscuit? bisqua biscuit. biscuit. I failed all my foreign languages classes along with math and science did you not get that I'm in the arts yet (laughs) Um, so you need to comment in the comment section below this audio file on the website and let me know how you say that or any of your thoughts and opinions as I'm reading these along with you guys because I love to interact with you and get your feedback on on these blogs as well but thus concludes the bravo blog by the way I don't edit them (laughs) the bravo blog of luann so now let's move over to ramona her blog is called the sun must have gotten to me because clearly it wouldn't be the alcohol or coke you're probably snorting allegedly i'm saying that is not part of ramona's blog that was me eric talking you know when i talk because so i go down here i try and keep it like this and like you, you look you guys i think know what i'm interjecting but i think i do a pretty good job of letting you know when it's me interjecting okay so here's what ramona is saying it's this no i'm kidding i'm kidding that was still me that was still me <laughs> i'm a little feisty today okay let's really go to ramona now <laughs> Okay, here's what she's saying in her blog. Watching myself on TV and seeing the day at my home with Kristen, Heather, and Sonia was not the most enjoyable experience. I must say it was a scorching 100 degrees and the sun must have gotten to me. With a whole bunch of exclamation points at the end because you're an intelligent businesswoman and that's clearly how you should end a sentence. Is me, Eric, speaking. I could not believe I called Heather a hypocrite, and then within two minutes, I forgot I called her that question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point que- oh my god ramona when did she smart businesswoman ramona and the Zerg speaking turn into every singer single hater twitter follower slash crazy ebay person that has ever emailed me in my life you just need one punctuation mark at the end of a sentence just one pick it just one more than that is the overkill okay back to remotional Kristen, for whatever reason, is annoying me. I guess she is just trying to be helpful. However, I see her bringing up issues as being being intrusive. She doesn't know any of the girls well enough to get involved. I would prefer for her just to stay out of it and keep her opinions to herself. Okay, Eric interjecting again. No, Ramona. Kristen's been friends with Heather for like 10 years, and she's on the show, and her job is to have an opinion on what's going on on the show. Because that's, you're doing a show, in case you didn't know. Ramona. Snort another line. Uh, Oh, by the way, speaking of Ramona, apparently she's back with Mario again, because she tweeted out a picture of them together, and are like, ooh, hashtag, we're working through it. Oh, my God. Good luck. Okay, back to back to Ramona. Sonia seems to be in a place where she is very sensitive with all the stress she has been under. I should have been more sensitive about what I am saying to her. Sonia is always very proud of her performances, as she should be. Making a negative comment that I heard really served no purpose. I learned a valuable lesson to never repeat any negative hearsay to the people I truly care about. Okay, Eric speaking, isn't you like 50? You just learned that lesson now? Okay, now is when you learn that lesson in your life? Way to go. I guess you couldn't throw money at this problem to make it go away. Anyway, back to what she's saying. Oh, good. She's wrapping it up, too. Here we go. I love Sonia like a sister and was so upset that she was hurt. It truly devastated me that she was so angry Thank goodness we made up. That is one of the traits that is so special about our friendship. We can get angry with each other, but then move on quickly. Sonia and I have fun no matter what we do or where we go. We love each other so much. I do worry about her at times, even though Sonia is very independent and has accomplished many things. I really can't believe how long this argument over the book has been going on for. At what point will they let it go? Oh, Eric speaking. I don't know, Ramona. Maybe at the part that you let it go because you seem to be the one that keeps dragging it on. NPS, You didn't work it out with Sonya right away. The next day, she still wasn't talking to you. But whatever, crazy town. What else you got to say? Here we go. Back to Ramona. I have realized it is not healthy to harbor anger towards someone. You need to talk it through and move on. I really hope Aviva and Carol do this soon. Perhaps Aviva should not have run off so fast. Something I myself am guilty of and should have let Carol get everything off of her chest. I truly believe if Aviva had stayed put on the stand for another 10 minutes and allowed Carol to vent that it would have all ended better. Instead, Aviva said her piece and just left, leaving Carol on the beach to sit very angrily Alone towards her Wrong move by Aviva, in my opinion. Keep in touch with me on Batchit and crazy.com. No, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, true faith you guys get the point. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Ramona. So since Lady Morgan, Sonia, seems to be on um, uh, Ramona's mind, I guess it makes sense for us to move over to Sonia's blog next. So here's what she's saying. 4th of July in the Hamptons. Boy, did the fireworks really fly this week. Ramona's photo shoot was funny because Coco never looks at the camera. She wants me to come by, so despite everything I was doing at the time, I dragged Marley out of the house and dropped in. No dog is smarter than me, Lou, and Marley is not the sharpest tool in the shed. He's got a lot of charity work. He's, he does a lot of charity work with me since Milu passed away, though. They say a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's, so I always share my glass. Well, look, um, Eric speaking. I have a dog, and I know the other things he licks, um, so I wouldn't let him drink out of my glass. Um, so I, like, I mean, I would, but I wouldn't drink out of it after, because um, I don't know. Maybe his mouth is clean, but, you know, all that hair around his mouth probably picked up some stuff, which is now in your glass. So maybe explains why you have brain problems a little too. Anyway, here we go. Back to this lady, um, Sonia. (laughs) The fight between Kristen and Aviva got heated immediately at the soap place. Kristen's comments about Ramona's eyes with the doll was awkward and mean. I agree with Aviva on this one. Kristen is new to the group and is really trying to get a word in edgewise. With this group, you have to know that that's impossible. She seems too high energy, too early. Aviva's F-bomb was another thing. Everyone is getting on everyone's nerves at this point. Kristen talking to Ramona about us not going to Heather's anniversary party was uncalled for. Ramona is right. It's not her place. I texted Heather and she said she understood. Ramona sent flowers the next day and admitted she was too chicken to tell her the night of. I had the opportunity to go to France to get my house sold or possibly get financing on it, and I took it. Heather wished me well and said to call her when I got back. I'm sure she was too busy to call me with the party and all. It has not been easy dealing with everything that's on my plate. But like I have done through my entire life, I'm managing everything while staying in the moment. Raising my daughter as a single mom with no divorce settlement, working on the show, managing my houses and finances while developing my business is hard. I have been separated from my ex-husband since 2005 when my daughter was five years old. And my goal has always been to mean to main stability. I think she means to remit, keep a stable home for her child and that I have done. As I said to Ramona, money doesn't grow on trees, and raising a daughter is a full-time job in itself. Well, I'm sure you can hire some college kids to help. I'm Not hire, that wouldn't imply paying. Uh, Ramona's comment about the caberlesque was hurtful to me because she was not there, and she heard it from somebody else. It made me feel that she was not being supportive. A true businesswoman manages more than one thing at a time. Ramona manages her Pinot Grigio, jewelry line, and skincare line. My houses, the assets, my financial investments that I gained over the years, and the lawyers that I deal with on a daily basis are part of my businesses. There is much more to my life than just managing houses. My daughter is thriving and getting straight A's and has plans to go to the top schools in the country oh really she's going to several schools look here's the thing everyone about Sonia as if you can't figure this out she's not doing well she doesn't have a lot of businesses maybe she's trying to do them but she clearly doesn't have the money to do them nobody wants to back her because she's a little bit crazy and this is all you know allegedly and me just saying my theory I'm not saying I know this for a fact I'm just saying if she was really rich if she could really afford all these things and if she really had all these businesses she'd be under contracts where she wasn't allowed to talk to them about, or about them until they actually actually happened so i think it's all just a lot of bullshit and she's drowning in debt and trying to maintain an appearance for this show is what i would guess um but i don't know and i actually like her i know it seems like i don't like sonia but i actually do um like sonia she is one of my favorite um housewives actually of new york Um, i mean, clearly Carol and Heather are my top, but Sonia is up there too. Okay. My lifestyle is my brand. My contacts are my currency in business. Sonia in the city is known for the press and the big names it attracts, which is why nobody has ever heard of it or talks about it when you're not filming. And then when you are, it's only you. I'm, I love her. I know it's hard to tell. Uh, I'm just trying to keep it real those are solid players that I can count on behind the scenes I'm getting access to top venues and private locals in St. Barts, the Hamptons, London and Morocco and sponsors and trade outs with fabulous people in attendance through my hard earned maintained contacts maybe that means she gives a good handy tray maybe you know she does she loves to you know whatever Lady Morgan's house is not crumbling down Being in Chapter 11 doesn't mean that I can't pay my bills or spend money that I don't have. Chapter 11 is a restructuring of your assets, not a Chapter 7 or a liquidation. When I was in the movie business, I gave hundreds of people jobs and some at very high salaries. I ran the production business out of my townhouse with many full-time employees. When one movie deal went sour, I got this judgment against me and filed the Chapter 11 to protect and restructure my assets to have time to decide how to pay the $7 million judgment for a $15 million film that Sonya Productions LLC offered to put partially raise money for. It was very unfortunate, but it's a risky business. I am selling my house in France and keeping my daughter in her childhood home in New York. I'm managing a lot while being on this show and doing my 20-minute red carpet and 20-minute recipe press junkets and meeting with potential investors for my lifestyle brand, and I'm just fine. My charity work means a lot to me, and I didn't appreciate Ramona's comments at her cocktail party. My art is my way of expressing myself through deprecating humor. I was surrounded by 90 plus off Broadway and Broadway performers who all donated their time to the cause. Okay, Eric speaking, just have to say, I was kind of laughing when Sonia was like, What? I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. You didn't know I was a comedian? I've been a comedian my whole life. Being funny doesn't make you a comedian, which is why we don't say we're comedians we just say we like to do comedic recaps like Sonia you can say you're funny and you like to be funny but you're not a comedian at all period end of story (laughs) okay back to uh Sonia my comment to Ramonia about her rosé wine is much more than what you see I know that Ramona is going to try so many more bottles and fine-tune everything. Once it's perfect, then the Ramona Rose will be out. That's the essence of our friendship. Ramona and I can make these comments and look back at them and not get ugly towards each other. Are you sure about that? Couldn't seem like it got a little ugly. I got through Toastergate with Heather without name-calling as well. We trust each other. The next day, I found an earring in my dress, and I thought it was Luann's. It actually turned out to be Ramona's. It fell down my dress as she was hugging me. I like to say that it is from Luanne's screaming in my ear, though. Luanne is a performer as well, and I know that she understands why I was upset when she didn't support me in the argument with Ramona. When she wore the headdress at Jill's birthday party, and in general when she performs all glammed up with her height, it looks glamorous like a drag queen. Tall and glamorous. She doesn't have a beautiful girl's body. Oh, she does have a beautiful girl's body. But she did piss me off. She hates when I call her Man, Hates it. So I did. You didn't say it because she was beautiful or elegant like a drag queen. You decided to piss her off, Ramona. Just own it. Okay. Uh, by the time the barbecue on the beach came around, I was over the drama of Bookgate and everything else that the girls were getting into. I didn't want to get involved. We were in a fabulous house on Meadow Lane in Southampton. Some of the most fabulous people live in that area, many of whom are good friends of mine. In fact, I know the guy that owned the house before the present owner. May he rest in peace. <laughs> he, oh God, Sonia. He died in his 50s. So young. Rich, gorgeous, and with a beautiful wife and kids. This reminded me that life is short. There were other people at the party who just wanted to be in the moment, enjoy lobster and wine, and feel the sand under their feet and see the stars in the sky. Plus, ABBA was playing next door. Oh my God. I would have loved that. I love me some ABBA. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay. Uh, it was the 4th of July weekend in the Hamptons and I wasn't letting some bickering ruin it for me. So tune in next week when I go, when I go off on the WAN and Ramona at the vineyard when they are Debbie Downers. And well, you'll see what happens. That didn't last. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Ramona. I'm uh, not Ramona. I lied. Sonia. (laughs) Up next is Kristen with her blog called Ramona is out to get me. I feel you, girl. I'm going to say, look, I don't even need to read this. I'm going to say you are right. You better watch out. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Heather is one of the strongest women slash mommies I know. It is so hard to watch her go through all of these issues with Jack. Suh. Jack, (laughs) sir, he is such a trooper. I teared up watching when they were at the doctors. It's just so hard to watch, especially when you're a mom. Okay, Eric speaking for me, that scene, I was live tweeting the show, and, um... The whole scene with Heather being like, if I could just fix one thing. Oh, I lost it. I broke down. I had to stop live tweeting because I think as a lot of fans of this podcast know, um, my partner is disabled um, five years ago. um, And it's been really. hard going through so many surgeries and you never know what's going to um, make something better or something else worse. And just seeing, you know, somebody go from totally healthy to knowing they have medical problems for the rest of their life as an adult was so hard for me. I can't imagine what it it must be like when you bring a child into this world. And right from the start, um, there's all These problems. So my heart literally breaks for Heather and Jax every single day. And Lord knows it is on the list of our things to do here at Reality Recaps is to do some sort of a donation fundraising thing for heather's charity which we are going to work on um as soon as survivor and amazing race ends uh we're going to do that but whatever let's go back sorry i just went to the serious place because it's got so sad thinking about all that (laughs) okay let's go back to Kristen. who's a lot like me because she's crazy and a little ditzy like me okay so here we go My playdate with Aviva. I walked into the playdate wanting to talk to Aviva about all of this Bookgate stuff. At this point, I was really much closer to Carol, but I wanted to give Aviva a chance. After all, we had just met, and she hadn't done anything to me yet, in quotes. I wanted to clear the air about Bookgate and let it be known I am not involved. When Cash and I got there, I told her that I wanted to talk to her. So fine, we started to talk. She asked me to keep it PG in front of the kids. Quote, not hostile. And then she told me to shut the F up two seconds later in front of the kids. After she made a point of telling me to keep it PG in front of the kids. Can you say C-R-A-Z-Y? What does that spell? Ooh, crazy. I'm kidding. I knew it spelled crazy. (laughs) It seems obvious to me she is challenged in controlling her emotions. The whole scene is just so insane to me. How can I not address the elephant in the room, Bookgate? And while she is telling me that it is none of my business, so at this point, a month later, I think it's everybody's business, which is why I felt the need to address it. First of all, you're addressing me because you're on a show where it's a plot line and you're aware it's a plot line. And that's your point on the show is to address the plot line. So I don't know why you're even defending yourself about this. Anyway, all I wanted to do was tell her I am with her on this play date to try and move forward despite all the crap that's going on. And to tell her that I'm not going to take sides... And then she flips her lids. Ugh! It is just very frustrating. Oh, yeah. The squeeze toy with, with Ramona's eyes. Sometimes you just do things because you think they are funny. I have been hearing about Ramona's crazy eyes for years. It's funny. Ramona makes fun of her eyes and how they tend to bug out of her head all the time. It's funny. I think it's funny. Sorry, Ramona. Ramonia. huh? Ramona. I guess Aviva didn't think it was funny. But then again, what does Aviva think? Is funny. I agree. That was pretty funny. Tennis at Ramona's. I don't play tennis or bocce ball for that matter. I didn't know about the shoes. Oh well. Wow. 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 The new girl doesn't play tennis. <laughs> oh, she really says why Wow. The new girl doesn't play tennis. That wasn't me. Um, I had to voice my opinion to Ramona about her not showing up for Heather's party. This was an imminent party. This was an intimate party celebrating her anniversary i have no problem with her not going there and i'm sure heather would agree it's the RSVPing and just not showing up come on ramona the text message not going through at least own up to it and tell the truth why you didn't go ramona's fourth of july party gorgeous house and it was a beautiful party with great food and drinks The moment I walked in, Ramona grabbed me and had her chat with me, before wine, even. Wow. I have to say, I was shocked. She is out to get me. Not my place to say anything. Do we all remember her getting involved with the fight at Aviva's house with Carol and Aviva? Hmm. Was that her business? Can you say hypocrite? Listen, in my book, it's not okay to RSVP that you are going and then not show up. So hashtag stay tuned. Totally. I'm on Kristen's sides on this. Okay the clam bake which ps i also love a clam bake and we have a clam bake at our house every single year and maybe i will post some pictures on our next reality check show if any of you guys remind me um th- and it's huge like we dig a huge pit in the ground and make lobsters and it's insane everybody dresses up like pirates and oh my god it's insane but whatever okay the clam bake i was so excited to finally host a clam bake it's an elvis movie as you know by now so it's always been a dream of mine I was very happy that Aviva's friend pulled through for us and that the fab house in at a fab house in Southampton. It's so crazy how this bookgate thing just keeps circling and it won't die. Please just let it die. Aviva getting a galley of Carol's book is just making it worse at this point, and is a bit strange. I'm confused, as I'm sure you all are as well. First, she's a super fan, then a crazy hater, and now back to a super fan? Anyway, the party was gorgeous, and so were the fireworks. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Kristen okay now I have to say I'm kind of on um, oh, uh, Kristen's side here because wow why did Aviva have a copy of that book you know she was being manipulative and she wasn't being nice she just wanted a reason to throw it in Carol's face that she had her book and could be filming and doing whatever she want, wants with it um, is why I think she brought it out and showed her not because she loved it I think it was just a little bit of psychological warfare that she was playing by showing that book but I don't know maybe I'm wrong why don't we go over to Aviva and see what that Chick crazy is saying about this week's um uh, Real Housewives of New York but make sure you comment in the section below on the website under this audio file and let me know what you guys um think of what Aviva's doing and what Kristen's saying too okay so here we go here's what Aviva is saying in her blog called Aviva Reflects on Heathers. We make judgments on people based mostly on what we experience directly. Though, uh uh-oh, I wonder who this is. Is it Aviva? It is, oh, John Richardson. Hold on, let's see what he has to say. I'll do it on speaker. Hello, John Richardson, you're on speakerphone. We're in the middle of recording our Bravo blogs. What would you like to say to the people? I hate you. What else? That's all? Also love you. Gimme your best Ramona or Gimme your best Ramona or Sonia. <laughs> so fun, yeah, yeah. <laughs> T- turtle time. Um You, what do you mean you, she's talking about you like that? Where's that new great show? It's turtle time. Where is it? Okay, everyone. That was John Richardson. Okay, I'm going to pause this now, even though we know I don't edit these, but I'm going to pause it now to talk to John Richardson, and I'll be right back, but you all won't notice any difference, so pause and back. See, told you, you did not even realize there was any um, leg there, did you? Okay, so... Um, We make judgments on people based mostly on what we experience directly, though we can also be influenced by what we hear, gossip, read, gossip, and or see on TV shows, God help us. But do we know them really? We don't know if the smug bastard who gloats about beating us at words with friends also beats his wife or is the pillar of his community. We don't know if the wily cashier who constantly shortchanges us at the diner is a career criminal or a church deacon. And we don't know if the taxi driver who takes us the wrong way and then pretends he doesn't understand English is a con man or, never mind, bad example, he's a con man. She's going to say terrorist because Eva's racist, um, is what I think not fact. Back to Viva. I was thinking of this as I watched the last two episodes. I've been fighting with Heather. She's angry with me because she thinks I've been trying to undermine Carol's career. And I've been mad at her because she's acting like Carol's attack dog. I swiped at her for her fictitious hip hop act. And she swipes at me because I'm a snob and a mother effer. She says she doesn't like me. Even when we make up, she doesn't invite me to her anniversary party with all the other housewives. Bitch, right? Well, not so fast, Aviva. In these episodes, I've seen her in a loving relationship with her husband, surrounded by close friends and housewives, and being a great mother. I've seen her concerned about her son's health, and very emotional when she thought she might not be able to help him. Which one is the real Heather? Turns out it's an easy decision. The good mother slash loving wife trumps the trash-talking assassin from the Legion of Carol. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. I'm glad I got to see that part of her, and I'm choosing to believe that's the real Heather of New York City. And she even dropped her signature street language for a Yiddish expression— I am keeping Heather and her son, Jax, in my thoughts. Who knows? Maybe Carol has a good side, too. We just haven't seen it yet. Oh, kind of like you're pretending that this is your good side. Look, everyone, Eric speaking, this is what people like Aviva do. Like they attack you, attack you, attack you, attack you, attack you. Then when they, you know, don't get attention from that anymore, then they realize, ooh, maybe I should try and maybe be nice because now I'm feeling guilty and she's going to be really super nice now to Heather until there's an opportunity where Heather doesn't reciprocate in the same way. And then because she's crazy, Aviva will just attack again. Again is what I think, not what I'm saying is fact just saying based on my also psychology degree because i have three degrees if you have been paying attention from these i have an interior design degree a psychology degree and a radio and television production degree which is why i'm so fabulous at all this stuff okay let's wrap up aviva's blog stfu I make fun of Heather's potty mouth But I shouldn't be one to cast the first stone I drop the F-bomb the way she drops names of rappers Because apparently rappers are the only people that were Used F-bombs, right Aviva? Because they're black Oh my god, I hate her. Okay, I say STFU, FML, and AYFMK without employing the economy of abbreviations. That word and a few more have, alas, become part of my vocabulary. Good example in this episode. When Kristen started to lecture me, I let slip in STFU. Big effing deal. Fortunately, it was at a craft store where kids were making soap. I washed my mouth out with soap, and the next time I open my mouth to curse, only bubbles will come out. You can purchase my book, Legally Blonde, here. No, you can't, because this is an audio, and I'm not putting it in, in my blog post, so sorry, Aviva. But okay, that was a little bit funny when she said um, about putting the soap in her mouth. I kind of like that. Okay, so thus concludes the Bravo blog, of Aviva. <laughs> last but definitely not least and oh no i guess it's not last we also have um heather to get to okay so second to last but not least is carol and the word and the world according to dresher all the world's a stage etc i'm reading how to read literature like a professor and it's all about stories that's what i do It's my business, my career, my day-to-day life. How I make a living is telling stories. When I get an assignment, my most recent one, a piece on NASCAR, stay tuned, the first part is collecting information. The second and most important part is telling a story. Every once in a while, I need a reminder of this, where all the stories that we tell ourselves When I watch these episodes, which six women filled for television, uh, for a television show, that all of you thanks watch, that's what I think. Every trip is a quest, except when it's not. We all have many trips, quests. This is to the Hamptons, and the quest, brilliantly highlighted by the fireworks backdrop of the 4th of July, is Let's Get Along. But why must everyone always get along? I thought the rule ended in grade school. Why are we obligated to build bridges to people we simply would rather not have in our lives? For all the drama and posturing by all the other women, it's simple. My fragile friendship with Aviva could not withstand her lies and insults. There was a time that I thought it might. The palace is crumbling. By the way, for those of you that don't know, and I don't know why this is so hard for me to read because I don't think she's intending it to be read. um, She likes to do a little title and then a little paragraph about her title. So that's why I'm kind of reading it this way. Okay, let's keep going. The palace is crumbling. I wish Woody Allen, rapist, she didn't say rapist, I did, um, had cast Sonya in an alternate version of Blue Jasmine. It wouldn't have been sad. Sonia would never have to run out of vodka, and she would have been much more of a spunky roommate. She could have brought her Sharpies and spiffed up everything in that apartment. She'll always bring a cute dog, and she doesn't mind sharing her water glass with anyone else's. The palace might go down, but Sonia will always find hot water. Soap, soap, my kingdom for some soap. It's so ironic that Aviva curses in front of kids while she has them make soap. We are all nothing without irony. I've never been to a craft store. (laughs) Oh, rich people. But it doesn't seem like a place to, say, shut the F up, while your younger children make soap out of wax. I thought Kristen was really sweet in this scene. Did I miss something? She wanted to be friends outside of whatever Aviva was doing with anyone else. She sincerely did and told me numerous times. Why did she have to shut the F up? I feel for Kristen. This is what I've experienced with Aviva. You don't know what you'll get with her. Sure, drama comes to her, drifts in on a random wind, gusts and sticks. Not like the rest of us ever quite know, though, when or why it will. If there's a hypocrite, it's a viva D. It's too late for me to add hypocrite to my list, is it? It's not too late. Um, She can say whatever she wants, and she can characterize a conversation as rape. She can call people trash, slander careers, and ridicule women for their age, but the rest of us have to shut the F up. Um, okie dokie. Trust me, it's as frustrating to be with her as it is for all of you to watch her. Parenthood. I always think if I had kids, I'd manage them like I do my dog, Margaret. Camps, playdates, naps, and a lot of snacks. They'd all be fat. When I'm living in Los Angeles, most of my time there is spent at home with Margaret. We have breakfast, go to the park, take an afternoon nap, and then do dinner and TV time. I love the mindless activity of it all. It's a nice break from the hustle of New York. But I have an unhealthy disposition to order and control. I never, in my imaginary parenting scenarios with actual children, picture a situation where my children suffer from something that I am unable to fix or control like what Heather is facing. I've spent a lot of time with Jax, and I have to remind myself that he has serious medical issues. All I see is a sweet little kid full of mischief, playfulness, and love. He is wise beyond his years. And watching Heather and Jonathan face their challenges with Jax and seeing such a strong woman rendered helpless is heartbreaking. It really is Okay, I'm okay now. Um, it's the fourth again. It's the fourth again. Okay. Ramona throws a good backyard barbecue, except when she's tracking down her guests one by one to tell them how angry she is because they did um nothing wrong. Her conversation with Sonia, Sonia did get my attention. Did I hear her tell Sonia that she was wrong to say negative things she heard about Sonia's cabarellas performance? And that once you say something like that and it's out there, you can't take it back? Did she just apologize to Sonia? Holla! It takes Aviv's a year now and counting to get this simple concept. She may speak 87 languages, but the language of friendship is foreign to her. I'm with Sonia all the way until Luann gives her constructive criticism. Her act did need polish, and a good friend told her this in a nice way. But then... Oh, the horror, the outrage, the minute Lou leaves, Sonia, behind her back, insults her. Cri- constructive criticism verse, behind-the-back insults? Well, you decide. Life's a beach okay i'll be the first to say i look like meryl streep in the opening scene of mama mia right now oh mama mia is one of my favorite musicals well the soundtrack the soundtrack of the movie is like my favorite but i love me some abba but i love it i have the karaoke on my xbox and i just i love it anyway because i'm gay and but i don't like other gay things which is weird but i love abba okay let's go i'm not sure that it's a good look at 50 yes 50 and fabulous but i make up for my fashion faux pas in the next scene with a black netted vintage alaya i'm getting ahead of myself i don't know how to say that word because i'm not a fashion gay um i'm really glad the girls all think we should get over this book thing in reality world it's been three whole weeks in my real world it was a year ago and now i don't give a damn about any of this but i'm obligated to write about it the current episode so there's that but the way by the way did anybody notice that on the show I'm the only one who doesn't want to talk about the book thing Aviva trampled on everything I hold dear Not only my career, but specifically a book I wrote about my life with my late husband and I dedicated to him. A book that records our life together for better and worse and then his death. A book that I not only wrote, but also lived. You do get that, right? Let me put it this way. It's not a book thing. It's my life thing. Of everyone, I would have thought Drescher would have understood that. Ladies, in all of the hundreds of hours of tape of me and you, you won't find a single frame of me talking badly about anything any of you hold dear. The book thing, in quotes, was essentially canon fodder for reality drama. Viz used it to make a storyline and promote Leggy Blonde, a book I'd very curiously not said, very courteously not said one bad thing about either on the show or in the press or social media, even as she still continues to trash me and mine whatever this whatever this is housewives after all so to bitch is one thing and whether you love it or hate it or hate to love it it's a story so please ladies yes let's get over this book thing and move on to more important issues like who wasn't invited to the party whether or not sonia will take her act on the road and what exactly defines a good blowy speaking of blowies viv says i can literally not let go okay duh mario is trying to find cute guys for me why would i want to run off with aviva i barely even catch this guy's name before vivia vivia okay she spells it really weird um grabs my arm so yes i pinched through mario's skin like someone falling overboard who doesn't want to get swept out to sea I'm done with books and gates and ghosts. It's slanderous, ridiculous, and boring. I'm also done with Aviva. Can you tell? She's so insecure and, yes, weird. I think that's the best word for her. Much like at Luann's barbecue, I'd rather talk to cute guys and strident women. Didn't the pretending, the pending conversation with the man look much more like promising than sitting on a blanket while Friar fresher whips out my book galley like a crucifix at an exorcism and then lets one more panderizing theatrical rant at me? Had she screamed the power of Christ compels me, I would not have been shocked. I wanted to know what I said at lunch that so mortally wounded Aviva that it sent her on a rampage about my career. Oops, was I not supposed to say rampage? You must either live in the world according to or verbal or be a verbal felon. It seems there are no in-betweens. Simply put, I'm not interested in being friends with her. I wish her the best. I forgave her long ago, but she is not a person I want to have as a friend. I think that's fine. Not everyone can be everyone else's good friend. Let's all be okay with that, because I am. I'm waiting for an answer, but not holding my breath. As for an apology, I'm still waiting for that too. Though at this point, it's moot. Okay, children. Oh, only children believe that apologies fix everything. In the grown-up world, an apology tour is just for show. I like keeping it real. To quote one of my role models, You can't pee on my leg. And tell me it's raining. Ew, that is Judge Judy. And you would know that if you watched John or read Tyler's Bravo blogs and vlogs on our website. Um, uh, RuPaul. Did I say Bravo? I meant RuPaul. Anyway, see you next week. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Carol. Okay, and now last for real but not least is Heather and her blog called... Aviva is unpredictable. Having a sick child is difficult. It drains you emotionally and financially. With countless days spent in the hospital and with so many different doctors, you're left with feelings of worry and helplessness. Since Jack's liver transplant and complications have come since, John and I have learned to take it one day at a time. Otherwise, it can simply become too overwhelming on a family and oftentimes destructive to it. So instead, we try and focus on the joy that both of our children accomplish, appreciating their uniquenesses and taking pride in the special qualities they each possess. Jax's challenges have actually made us better people, made our marriage stronger, and given our children a unique perspective on life. We are truly blessed, and I am so proud of Jax. He's one of the most inspirational little guys I have ever known. I do believe that everything happens for a reason, and that everything does happen for the best. And then she says something in, like, um, Hebrew? Gamzulatav? i don't know you guys let me know in the comment section below um now on to the girls there is a hypocritical anti-lean-in drama flying about with a few of the girls and i don't understand it it's certainly a double standard and it's ridiculous i personally have not held onto any drama over ramona or sonia blowing off our anniversary party part impartial because it was perfect without them I do care about these ladies, but their absence came down to etiquette, which the countess can confirm they showed little of. The day of my party, Sonia sent me a text explaining the real reason she missed it. The Aviva excuse was just for show. Sonia had to be in France for something that had to do with assets and her divorce. And despite the fact that Ramona can be infuriating and never come up with a good reason for missing a party, she did send me flowers with a note explaining that she just needed to be in the Hamptons that weekend. And something isn't right with Ramona. I have a feeling other issues are preoccupying her decisions, and it's not Aviva, and that is that. And of course, this Eric speaking, she's talking about the fact that Mario was caught cheating and then they were getting a divorce and they were divorced, but now in real life they might be back together. So who the hell knows? Okay, back to Heather. But let's get back to standing up and speaking out for the things you believe in. When did this become so wrong? My heroes stand up for what they believe in. I can assure you that Kristen can hold her own and doesn't need anyone to defend her opinions. That Carol's career speaks for itself and doesn't need anyone to defend it, and I don't need anyone to stick up for me either. But it sure feels nice. Isn't that what friends do, after all? How come everyone wants us to shut the F up in regards to our point of views? And who in the world says that in front of children and someone else's children nonetheless? Aviva is so unpredictable and full of double standards, but I'm trying to enjoy the charming side of her when in her company. And while I'm attempting to ease into moving forward with Aviva, it's going to take some time in rebuilding, I can assure you. But it's not for show. I'm psyched, Chris, I'm psyched for Kristen's clam bake and I'm thrilled that KT can fulfill another Elvis fantasy. I just love Kristen's quirky infatuation with Elvis and Crush on Dead Guy pretty safe for a marriage. But sit tight, because right off the bat, Aviva starts setting ground rules, telling Carol how to feel and what to say, and Carol is understandably fed up immediately. Aviva loves to reprimand others and is so condescending with with the reveal of the early galley of Carol's book. It's all just so insincere, but Aviva will tell you she's trying to promote Carol's book for her. It was just too much. I don't think it was this kind of promotion that the Raz needs, or moreover, that anybody would welcome it. But if that was really her goal, in an honest way to promote the book and redeem herself, she should be telling us... Why would she be telling us she got an early galley for the right reasons, read it, and loved it? I have no idea because she's Aviva and she's crazy. But instead, Aviva tries to pull off this big reveal that she reads Widow's Guide to Sex and Dating to prove she's got connections. Oh, see, this is exactly what I said before. And it's dark and sneaky, and it's all for the wrong reasons. Oh my God, Heather, I me and you are like best friends. We to- I think it's because we're New Yorkers, and we can just, call, can just see right through people's BS instantly. Okay, what I was thinking, trying to build... Th- build a bridge and this gap. What was I thinking trying to build the bridge? So sorry, rads. It didn't turn out as I had hoped, but you know it was done only with love and in trying to keep moving forward. So now is the time for the real fireworks and any leftover lobster tales. Thanks for watching, and thanks to Lori Newhouse for my fabulous white outfit at Ramona's and... And to love Alex for the handbag that went with it, and of course, yummy for my tank and brief and briefy underneath. Get 30% off now, only until Thursday. Here, and the link to Carol and Aviva's stuff is in the show notes on the website for this page. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Heather. And you know what else it concludes? All of the Real Housewives of New York blogs for this week. I really hope you guys enjoyed them. Don't forget, you can check out all of our Bravo content, including me reading you the Real Housewives of OC blogs on iTunes, on our website, on Stitcher, um, and, and, and really anywhere where you can get an ISS, uh, RSS feed as well. Just head over to the website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo for all of our Bravo content, um, or click on the podcast. Tabs when you're there, if you want to download something on iTunes. Of course, if you're on iTunes, a five star rating and a nice review really help support the shows. Um, And if you want to help financially support our shows, check out the ad in the sidebar for our patron campaign. Like I said, it's a monthly fee that you guys can pick the amount of and cancel anytime. Any amount you want, you can give. You, know, you could work out to like three cents a show, which I'm sure is not a big deal for some of you, but it would be life changing to us because it really does cost a lot to produce all of these shows. And you get stuff like swag, special um, access to special forums, uh, special shows that John and I only do for patron members, and a whole bunch more stuff. All the details is over there so until next week we will where i will be reading you the real housewives bravo blogs again i wish you all much love and i will see you on twitter or for our live shows over on the website because you guys know we're just covering everything just find out everything over on the website at yourrealityrecaps.com bye everybody yeah